Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. Hello, fellow readers, and welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Sarah. My name is Heather. I'm Delia. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, then stick around. This episode of Three Reads will be discussing Blood Fever by Karen Marie Moaning. Uh, if you want nope. to read... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how to say her name like for 10 minutes. Karen Marie we- Moaning. We Moaning. <laughs> And you know what's funnier is that you introed the last time we talked about her. See, you already said her name before. There was a conversation in the previous podcast about it, right? Yeah. And we talked about her name. Karen Marie Moning. It's been a minute since we've talked about her. Thank you. Yeah, so if you want to read along, we post the book and book fight of the month on our Instagram uh, three reads in a pod. That's the number three reads in a pod. Uh, without further ado, it's time to turn the page. Okay, I'm sorry, so I got that wrong. It's okay. It's really fourteen times in a row. Straight up, no, it's, it's a bonus episode. We're just having a good time over here. At it's least awesome. I didn't say Renee, though. Like you <laughs> know that. Like Karen Renee, we're like no. You're like Karen <laughs> Renee, we're like no. No, it's Marie. Karen <laughs> Renee. Oh my god, we got the giggles. Okay. So, because this is a bonus episode, I don't know, like, what readers have tuned in when, but the first part, it's a series. We're doing, it's the Blood Fever series, not the Blood Fever, ha, the Fever series by Karen Marie Monning. So we're gonna go ahead and read all the books, but that means that because they're bonus episodes, we're gonna be a little loosey-goosey with it. We're not doing a background on her, because I already did that, and it's not new information. So... And I think for now, until it gets to be too much, because some of these books get to be huge, so if we can keep up with the summaries, we'll keep up with them, and if we can't, then, you know, if you read along, you won't need one of these, so, Ooh. anyway, Ooh. not to, like, a be burn. Burn. <laughs> burn on our readers, burn on the listeners, you're listening us. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, you can look up a summary from the, <laughs> from the internet if you need one, okay, um, so this one we join up with Michaela Lane after her run-in with Malouche, Malouche the douche, and the oh, Lord Master. <laughs> Inspector O'Duffy pops up by the store. He leaves. Fiona makes some assumptions about Baron's and Max's relationship, and she gets jealous. And then after hours, comes back to the store. Turns out all the lights and opens the windows so shades, the peep, the eating everything they can come in and and you know eat Mac pretty much. Um, Max sleeps with her lights on so they can't get her, get to her, but she's worried about Fiona coming into the store the next day because she doesn't know that she's the one that brought them in and getting disappeared by a shade. So she ventures out to go turn on some lights and gets herself into a compromising position. And Vlaine comes to the rescue asking for a, an hour of Michaela's time to talk at a later date as compensation. Mac breaks into Gr- Baron's garage, hears two animal sounds, one sounding bestial and mad, the other mournful. Mac leaves the garage and sees a grim reaper, reacher, yep, mm mm-hmm, Spectre. The police show up and arrest Mac as she was the last person to see Inspector O'Duffy alive. Inspector Jane, the new investigator on O'Duffy's case, tells Mac he'll be watching her. This dreamy-eyed guy from the museum, where Mac unwillingly stripped for Blaine, stops her on her way to the store to have her find him at Trinity College in the Ancient Languages Department. She gets to the bookstore to see Baron's closing for an indeterminate amount of time because he fired Fiona for, you know, almost killing her. Um, Mac tells Baron's about Vlaine saving her. Mac takes up Fiona's job managing the bookstore. Mac sees the specter again, which Baron's can't see, apparently. Baron's, in response to Mac feeling sad after searching a graveyard for OOPs, lets her drive his Viper back to the bookstore to tear her up. Um... Inspector Jane shows up with Mac's dad. Jack Lane gives us info on Mac's paternity before he, I guess, maternity because it's about her mom. But um, before 
I know it's about her parents and that's why the paternity thing comes into play, but it really pisses me off that they're like, it's paternal. So like your paternal side, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, before he leaves to go home, Rocky's, before he leaves to go home, Rocky's brother, Derek comes to the store to ask about his missing brother. Um, the one that, you know, Barron's kind of killed via shades in the first book. Mac and Barron's go to an auction in Wales where she discovers an OOP, the amulet of the Unseely King. Mac finds out that Barron's owned Alina's apartment, which was a coincidence. Barron's gave Mac a cell phone with three numbers. His, if you can't get me, and if you're dying. Those are the three contacts in there. Mac meets Danny, a 14-year-old redheaded she-seer, where she learns that she-seers are all, are all around and organized enough to have a council. Hunters have been spotted in Dublin. Hunters hunt she-seers. And that barons can't be a she-seer because it's a gene passed down through women alone. Mac sees the specter again and talks to it about her guilt and why it might be there. Mac and barons go to steal the amulet, but before they can get to it... Uh, Vlaine takes Michaela abruptly to Ferry for their hour-long conversation. Mac and Vlaine talk on the beach in Ferry. Vlaine destroys the gateway to the Unseelie prison behind 1247 LaRue. Mac goes back to the bookstore and finds out she's been gone for a month in Ferry. Barons chains her up in the garage and threatens to tattoo a tracking mark on Michaela. Mac resists and threatens to leave if he does, using the she-seer place in her head to make him understand the line that she's drawn. He doesn't tattoo her. Barons takes Mac to go OOP detect an Abby. They don't go get that far because the Shisa Doe comes close to them and Mac passes out. Rowena asks to see Mac, wants to see the spear, wants Mac to come live with them, and if she does, she'll give her all the knowledge she wants. Mac says she'll think about it, coming to the conclusion that Rowena is probably the headmistress of the She-Seers. Uh, Mac meets Christian McKelter. He knows her and knew Elena and wants to talk, but Barron's calls and tells her to get to the bookstore. There's two hunters out on the prowl. She gets nabbed by the specter after being chased by a hunter. Turns out the specter was really Malouche the douche in disguise. We find out that Malouche had been eating Faye, and when Mac stabbed him with the spear, it killed the parts of him that were Faye. Malouche also has the amulet and almost beats Mac to death before Barron shows up. Barron feeds Mac unseely like Malouche. It makes her strong and heals her. Barons Mac find Malouche. Mac fights him. Barons kills him. Barons Mac get into a physical slash like fight slash kissing situation. The Lord Master shows up and inter- interrupts, takes the amulet and leaves. Mac can't sense OOPs when she's eating when she's eating Faye. Mac also realizes Barons did tattoo her when he healed her in the first novel. Derek O'Banion shows up to the store to threaten Mac because he realizes that she killed his brother. Christian calls and Mac goes out to meet him, but gets intercepted before she could get to him. She gets inter- intercepted by the Shisa Doe. She finds out, oh wait, and she finds out how it's moving around and that she might be a little evil. And that's where it ends. Whew. That's why we're not doing summaries for all of them. Do you see how long that took? It's like eight minutes. That was a lot. Anyway. But necessary as far as summaries go. Thank you. Like, that's all important information. Mm-hmm. So very important. Okay, so how'd you guys feel about it? I'll let Heather go first. Yeah, no, I liked it. I like it a whole lot. Um, I am loving Mac maturing because that was my big issue in the first one. Mm-hmm. She's starting to come around. We're starting to see a little more like get it done, kick assery, as opposed to being eh, you know uh, <laughs> yeah so that's really nice um i love the way that she is talking back to people whenever the the rocky rocky's brother came in Derek, Derek. Mm-hmm. um they're flirting she talks about flirting and then when he gets serious so does she no 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 it's when he comes back the second time but she's like yeah i'll fucking stab you I'm like, your brother. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't take any crap from him. I hate that she takes responsibility for Rocky's death because it's not her fault. That that was 100% old boy's fault. He made that decision. He knew what he was doing. That's true. But Mm -hmm. she also says, like, there's one point where he basically is like, if I asked you, like, if I asked you for permission, you would have said that you wanted to live. So. The reason why she carries this one specifically is because it's her first first death. 
on her, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that she's technically responsible for. And I guess she feels that way because her sister, too. Like, her sister's dead. His brother's dead. And then she's like, oh, i got to save him from the dark zone. But then when she goes to the club and she makes out with him and then Barons is like, whoa, who'd you kiss? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> like, Have you been drinking? And she's like, nah, like, man. No. It was an alcohol-laced kiss. And he's like, from who? She goes, I think you mean from whom? And he goes, from the fuck whom? And I died. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I want to know what he is. It's killing me. Mm-hmm. Killing me. And I still don't know like what he is exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. So if you want an edge with odds, I really, really liked it. And I have so much we can talk about. So I don't know if you want me to go right into all the things I want to talk about or if other people want to share their initial thoughts. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. Initial okay, my initial there. thoughts um, are the same as yours. Essentially, um, I went into it. I feel like, for, first of all, genuine question, Jilly. You don't have to give anything up, but I'm going to pry you for more knowledge. Um, is Fiona, does she ever come back? Does she ever come back? Is she, she's just a bitch. Like, that was pure bitch move. Like, I get she didn't want her there, but that seriously could have killed her, though. Well, yeah, that's not even a bitch move. That's a murderous move. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, you just need to leave. And then Max's like, I fucking can't leave. <laughs> right. Do you well, this? The main reason why... I think that she did that. Her trigger was that she saw Barron's coming out of the bookstore during the daytime. Mm-hmm. And She's so... Like, what was he doing here? And he wouldn't normally be in the bookstore in the daytime. That's just not really where he dwells for the most part. So she suspects that there's something romantic happening between the two of them. And she's super fucking jealous. Like, she can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, jealous enough to kill. Like, mm, mm-hmm. she doesn't need to be here anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, Fiona. Turn off the lights and let the door open. For sure. Absolutely. So do we see her again? Does she come back? Is this something I should look forward to? Yes, but not, like, super majorly. Now, she does come back, and when she comes back, it's kind of like, you're like, ooh, fuck. Damn. That was cold. But, you know, for the most part, she's kind of done for. Like, we see maybe a couple pages at a time where she'll come back, but not really. Because I feel like for Barons to have fired her... Like, I think that was the last straw for him. He's like, no, you can't, you know, no. Yeah, there's a couple things going on there, right? You're like, either she was just too ruthless and trying to kill Michaela, or Michaela meant a lot to him. Yes. Which, oh, I think, for, he's trying to find this Shisado, and he's talked about how he's been looking for this book for years. And the one person who can help him figure out where the hell it is, you tried to take that tool away from him. And he doesn't like it when people play with his things. Right, <laughs> so. right. And she's an attractive commodity. <laughs> Clearly, well, they have, they have the, some kind of attraction because right. They were, that, were they straight up banging or were they like no. fooling around? No, they were like yeah, they were getting like the early kind of pages. They were getting ready, making out. He was like straight. Yeah. Oh god, guys, we can get into that. Oh god, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, my initial thoughts were that I I really enjoyed it because when it first started. I'm like, okay, this is, I knew it was a short book. So like I said, I didn't know what was going to happen. A lot Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Really excited to talk about it all. Uh, One really funny part that I would like to talk about real quick was towards the end, or maybe it wasn't towards the end, when, it was when she was gone for the month. When she was gone for the month and she comes back and she's like, whoa, you know, like my, it's almost like I'm catching up with my dad and I hadn't even left. And he's like, yeah, I've been sending emails and stuff for you and she's mm-hmm. like how do you even know my password he's like your computer password was <laughs> what was elena 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 yeah. and he's like and your email password was rainbow <laughs> <laughs> i was like Girl. i love that so much though because i'm like no, oh man. gosh she's so young bless her heart she's like i just love pastel and everything pink and i look so cute and i'm just gonna look cute forever you know, it's just like yeah. Mm, Baronski's so. dressing her in black, though. I know. I'm like, girl, yes. just embrace that black. Just take it. Girl. Oh, but yeah, I think black is a look. Black's a whole look. I black don't know how she's look. not more into it. I feel like she could. I feel like she could definitely get behind wearing all black. There's a sleekness to it. But she was, you know, she likes her color. You can't blame her for that. Yeah, right. she's a rainbow girl. Yes. He but mentioned that whole song at the beginning. I think that. the last one, the last book, he mentions. He calls her like oh god yeah song, she loves her girl. pastel and rainbows yes 
So where do we want to start with this? Dilly, I would ask your initial thoughts, but I suppose you like it because you yeah. know the whole I, damn series. I conned you guys into, into reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I, you did. This, okay, you I did. will say, I, I think I mentioned this before. This isn't my favorite book. I do like it a whole a whole lot, but it's not my favorite favorite. I um, Obviously, I really like the funny parts in it. And, you know, because I think it does a good job of breaking up the angst that comes with Michaela Lane's life. You know, oh my goodness. yeah, she really angsty. I love her though. I did this one via audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if have you guys listened to any of the audiobooks mm-hmm. of this so far on YouTube. Uh, no, this one I had on Audible. I was mm-hmm. like on Audible, and I was like, yeah, let's try out the audiobook because I just didn't have time to pick it up and read it this time. Is it female? And what? Is it a female that's reading it? Yes, it's a female. And she's got like that southern accent, like that. I love it. And she's talking yeah. about Michaela Lane. And then um, <laughs> she tries to do Barons. And every time she does Barons, I'm like, girlfriend, it's. <laughs> it's, it has ruined, it. it's ruined my whole idea of his voice. Yeah, Mr. Lane or Miss Lane or whatever. Miss Lane. I have a hard <laughs> time wanting to listen to If it's not like a full cast for books that I love, then I don't want to listen to it. It was it was rough. Um, she went through the different accents, but because his is kind she of she did a good job with Michaela Lane, but you know the rest was yeah. <laughs> well, because it's mostly Michaela's voice, but for for Baron specifically, he's kind of indiscriminate. Like he, we don't really know where his accent, like what comes his from. accent is, what his background is. Right, we, we know that English was the fifth language he ever learned, though. We did learn that. Yes. In this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, God, listen. So, um, I guess we start. We can. I don't know how. There's so many points I want to talk about in this. I know that's it's me too. Crazy. Like, yeah. Everything in the summary. Let's pinpoint it. Uh, a big thing was Danny. We met Danny. I'm so Danny. excited for you guys to meet her. I love her so much, and I've been waiting. I thought she was in the She's first book. Precious. And I was like, Fuck! You guys are gonna love her when you meet her. I like her a whole lot. She's I just so, she's... I don't know. She got a lot of like, she's Second. got a spine of steel, you know? Oh, yeah. And I like the... Oh, go ahead. I just like the way she says feckin'. Feckin'? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't curse right now. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. My and mom would have washed it. your mouth out with soap. Exactly. And, you know, and then I love the fact that she's like, so you're supposed to be like powerful. She's like, I'm not seeing it. You should uh, give me the spirit. She's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you're not even fast. She's like, what you got going on? Nothing. Um, but she was really, I thought it was interesting. Um, she's really a good girl. Yes. She's a good girl. But I didn't expect the old lady to be like this syndicate kind of over everything. She's like in that you know? powerful suit. Yeah, yes. like I was not expecting Rowena? that. Rowena. Rowena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question though, is she not the leader? That's what I didn't know if she was the leader, if there's like another Matt because keeps it, making assumptions and Barons keeps telling her not to. And you just said that Karen, so like Karen Marie. She does. She's like, I know that she he's responsible for Alina's death. And he's like, mm, maybe he's not. <laughs> and she's like, No, I just know it. So I'm she- waiting for that to not be the truth as well. But she thinks that who's responsible for I I'm sorry. The Lord Master. Lord Master. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely was the person that uh, Well, was if you were in a crime yeah, I was gonna say if you're in the crime scene and you're like looking from it from our perspective, you know what, fifty percent of the time it's the partner. Right. right. So I That's think true. that, you know, Michaela, she grew up with a, a a lawyer for a daddy. I'm sure she is aware of some of that stuff and in her head she's like my sister was afraid of you so she has that she has that assumption that it's the lord master it's definitely mm-hmm. yeah so a couple of things i want to touch upon because she like we talked about she is making these assumptions one one this girl has had her life turned upside down right since the death of her sister she comes here she finds out about the face she finds out she's you know a seer she finds out all of this about the shisudu she said oh that book and about all of this stuff going on um but then when she sees the dark specter she doesn't tell barons and i'm so pissed at her because i'm like listen i don't care if you see it as foreboding 
You know, if you're like, oh, this is just because of all these terrible things, you know, that I've done or because I'm in the midst of this. I'm like, dude, you've seen so much crazy stuff, but there's this dark specter just watching you all the time. Like, I never said she was brilliant. Someone. You know what I mean? No. Like she, 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 learns, she learns by experience. This girl does. She sure <laughs> does. Oh my god, she sure does. She's like, yeah. He's like, well, it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. She's like, you know. And she, she also kept grew talking with, to it with a Christian lexicon, though. You know, so that idea right. of death, um, being a specter, being grim reaper esque. So I mm-hmm. think for her that as a manifestation of her guilt and it makes sense that she's seeing it because she feels so guilty so i can kind of see why she wouldn't say anything especially because at one point she does ask barons like do you see that and he's like no i don't know what you're talking about and it's i just think it's really interesting that she says that and she believes him like she's like okay well it must be in my head because barons can see everything she has a lot of trust in barons that i don't think she realizes in this book she definitely has feelings for him Um, oh clearly well towards the end there where she thinks she's gonna die and she's like i didn't realize how much he meant to me like good bad or whatever but he means something to me so Mm -hmm. anyway that was besides the point though so yeah the specter though you would think she would be like well i've seen all kinds of shit this is obviously a thing i saw a fae jump into a person and then i couldn't see that fae anymore but clearly it was in control of the body right yeah that was interesting a little Mm -hmm. spooky a little spooky, but that's interesting yeah. to me. More and um, more fae in the city. Yep. It's, oh, it's wild. And all the rhino boys. And then, okay, the fact that we learned that only women can be the she-seers. And then there's barons. So that, what yeah, what the F is barons? He gives tattoos. He's got these runes. He can say spells. Like, this dude has his little cuffs. And, the you know, the shades don't eat him. And it's like... And I love the part where she's, because he's clearly jealous of Vlaine, right? Vlaine and Mac. Oh, yeah. And he's like, so, he's like, Vlaine helped you? What was Vlaine doing there? And she's like, you know, helping me get rid of the shades. And he's like, I could have helped you. And she's like, I could meet you. And you she's like, I could meet you. She called for him. She called for him, too. But we know. Yeah. Nothing. We know nothing. Yeah, oh, we don't know. You guys don't know that. I know that. What you, don't do know. you know? I'm really sorry. I really didn't mean to do that. Anyway, yeah. So she. Now, when do we learn what you, you know that we don't you, know? Book five. Book five. Jesus Christ. Okay. Damn it. I told you there is a reason why book five is my favorite book. First of all, a lot of shit gets gets revealed, and uh, there better be some six. other reasons. If there is no fornication, I am leaving <laughs> the chat. <laughs> you got to wait a while for that. Just like just so like a couple more books. You should be good. A couple more books? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, seriously. Okay. TMI to the audience here, but ovulation weekend. Okay. Super ovulation weekend. So I'm like, okay. And uh, that's why it took me a little bit to read this because I had to pause for a little bit. And I'm like. I have to calm down uh, with the whole barons, you know. I seriously That's, that like, was Michaela's excuse too. She's like, "Why do I find him so attractive?" Count, count, count. Oh yeah, I'm ovulating. I'm like, sure, girl. Yes, yes when she why. states that, I'm like, yeah. Like, no wonder. Or it was so funny. Ovulating. Yeah, she's like, any. Oh god. Um, but that was that was so funny to me. But yes, it was. The the moment when they had their when she had the power one, how so disgusting that she had to eat the, you know the rhino boy like I can't the crunch that she describes oh my mm-hmm. goodness and it's like feels like it's moving yeah because it still <sighs> is technically yeah. it's living flesh I was like mm-hmm. takes a lot to turn my stomach that was nasty mm-hmm. oh yeah. gosh that. Um, super interesting what it can do though and the fact that Malouche the douche just kept you know like I, I knew that at some point he was going to pop back up because she kept she's like no he's totally dead right yeah and that's it's, like, it's, I don't know yeah, the whole foreshadowing her being like he's totally dead and Baron's like no yeah, she's like, he's never came back. right yeah. yeah and she's like no it makes sense for him to be dead she's like I killed him <laughs> and we learned <laughs> that like this is something Lord Master is doing too Right, the eating of the he's eating 
the Fae, which makes sense for Vlaine because Vlaine is like, why are all these Fae? He has to be Fae if all these other Fae are following him. He has to be. And she's like, well, we she didn't know then because that's when she talked to him when she was on the beach. But she knows by the end of it that the reason why they are all following him is because he registers as Fae to them because he's eating Fae. Right. That I was not expecting that and the fact that it could do so much for her, like, um, because he really did a number on her. And, you know, the the emotion that Baron showed when he came in and he's just so like, he knew, he's like, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing. Yeah. He's like, if only there was something here, there's nothing I can do. And then she's like, let me eat it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like that. I, I felt like, really, when she was like, don't let me die down here. Take me to the sunlight. Yeah. I was like, oh, Michaela. Mac, and it's probably raining anyway, girl. But yeah, I'll take her up there. Seriously, <laughs> Dublin covered in rain. Oh my gosh! But that was that was a yeah, that was very sad. But the moment that uh, she knew she was strong, and then she's like, "Hit me, Barons," and then they get into it, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Because you know, you always have that like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you love, hate, that. lust. Yeah, they have that electricity there that she wants to deny, but you, as a reader, you can tell it's Mm -hmm. there. Or she tries to make up excuses. Yes, and so when he kisses her, I'm dead. I'm like, I am dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So then when everything happens, she's like, rips his shirt, and he's like, I really like that shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good shirt. Um, But then when they're in the car, and he, like, caresses her face, but they're not, you know, it's, like, awkward like, just like one little time, and then yeah, then he's like, yeah, he like caresses her, and then she's like, hmm. I'm thinking to myself like this man. She this says man. something. Hold on, let me find it because I was like, it kind of. Hold on, let me find it because I I noticed that part too where he he touches her face and she says something like, okay, I have two different. I've got things all. Okay, being touched by Jericho Barons with kindness makes you feel like you must be the most special person in the world. It's like walking up to the biggest, most savage lion in the jungle, lying down, placing your head in its mouth, and rather than taking your life, it licks you and purrs. Is that what you guys are talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that moment. That moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was beautiful. Well, and he's when she's dying, he puts his face in her neck. Like, his his face is in her neck, and he's, like, really overcome with emotion. Um, right. And at one point, he says, like... It's, it's really interesting. Like, he's such a hard ass. And then you see these glimpses of this, like, softness that that you're not expecting. You're like, you treat her like shit sometimes. But, like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're real upset that she's dying, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's like, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I would have chosen. You must know that. It's important that you know that, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet boy. I think there's a one part, too, where, okay, maybe it's not the, no, it's in book five, sorry. What is it? What also, is it I think it's in book, I think it's in the first oh, book, too, yeah. where she's dying and he looks at her and, and he's like, don't put that, don't, don't, like, say that to me or something like that. No? Okay, just kidding. I don't recall. I remember yeah, the kiss. And oh, Delia, she how is she gonna die in almost every book? Like, I'm pretty sure the ending of each book is her almost dying. Is this does this happen no. frequently? No. <laughs> she, I mean, because she is getting, but at least she knows that she can eat some of the rhino boys, and then she can, after a while, return to her like natural. You know, she doesn't stay permanently yeah. changed, and she can still be the oop detector, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a tool that she adds to her toolbox for sure and at the end um, because maybe it was because I was listening to the audio book and not reading it myself but who had the, the Shisado who had that nobody oh wait hold on because she said now I know who has it but it she never say. liked yeah, it's it just some say. random person just a random person Maybe. Because he definitely has something to do with, like, the guy who killed his family, right? Like, that definitely has something to do with the fact that that was in the near vicinity of where they were. 
Do you guys remember that part? Yeah. Where they were talking mm-hmm. about the guy. Yeah, it kills his family. And they said he was such a good father. And he was just a fatherly person. And they didn't understand why it happened. So I'm like, okay, the book. The book. And then I want to know why Barons wants it. You know, specifically. Yeah. Because he's clearly lost something. He's and a collector. Obviously. Yeah, I'm that's collecting what it is. all his baubles. Collector. Actually, I think, so I may or may not have started the third book. And it does a little summary. Uh, summary. And she was like, Baron says he just wants it as a, to, as to collect. And it says, right, period. <laughs> right. Sure. And that, I agree with that. I was like, sure you do, Baron. Sure right. you just want to, you know, keep it or sell it. Or- Not like you own the board on which everybody is a player piece. You know what uh, I mean? Right. Because he, that- she mentioned uh. something in the very beginning where she's like, this is where I draw the line. And he goes, it's not your pen. And I love that so much. Like, uh, <laughs> oh yes. My oh, my goodness. Um, uh, he also and, and does he have like when sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, when no. at the end, when the Lord Master, you know, he like tackles Mac to the ground. Um, Baron says and he's like, no, she's mine. You can't have her. And the Lord Master just looks and he walks away. Is that like something that he's like? It's a, he, yeah, he said he uses. Oh, wait. I don't know if that's in the third, the beginning of the that, third I think or the he end says of the second. At the end, that he can do that. And that's what happened to her dad and why her dad left as well, okay. like in good spirits yep. or whatever, when he wasn't, you know. Yeah. So it's a druid okay. spell. I was making sure I was reading it that correctly. Spell, but I don't think they put a name druid. to it until, because you know what it is. They don't put a name to it until book three. Mm. I don't think anyway. Do, do any of his effects work on her? Like, does anything like that work on her besides, like, you know, who bears protection? Yeah, works works on Mac. You'll find out. Mm. <laughs> pretty early, pretty early, early in book three. I'm not. It's not like I'm holding anything back from you too much. Okay. Pretty early. I want to start on that too. I guess you should, Whatever. especially because it's like a Michaela might be evil now. It's the end of that book. Oh my god, she might be evil. That's what we need. That's what it said. Yeah. Where he's like, I wonder. Make her pass out. Yeah, that's why I had to make her pass out the way it normally would. And she was like, oh, well, if one of us has to dilute, then, and that thing can't dilute, it has no changing, then it must be me. Right. She has to, yeah, or else she's not going to be able, because it seems like she's about to die every time she's near that thing. My girlfriend, that just sounds like painful. And the fact that. That parents had to like pick her up and carry her around. He's like, Yeah, I had to bring you home because you were convulsing. He's like, You were twitching. Yeah, but you know what, though? She has excellent questions about that. She's like, How long was I twitching before you were like, Yeah, this might cause some permanent damage. I guess I should take you back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she has serious concerns. She's like, How far are you willing to let this go before you're like. I think it's interesting, though, that like. He, at one point, you know, when they're at the end after she's eaten the, what's it called? And he, uh, he says, give a woman a little power. And she says, he broke me, Barons. And he goes, anyone worth knowing breaks once. No shame, no foul. If you survive, you did. So, oh, it, there, no shame, no foul. If you survive it, you did. So, I love that kind of, that idea that, like, trauma trauma happens to everybody and it can happen to anybody and it can happen in mm-hmm. any sort in many sorts of ways you know and like it doesn't have to make you like a broken person it can just be part of what makes you you in this mm-hmm. which sounds really idyllic i know that um but i don't know i think that it's part of you and you have to do with do with it what you can Absolutely. Which, and I also like interested that, to see. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I also like that he. She asked, "Did you break once?" And he goes, "Yes." So, like, we know that he's been through some shit too. I want to know so much about him. Like, I'm so interested, and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep saying that. But yes, like the fact that he admits that he has been broken before, that he admits that he has lost something, you know, before that he, um, when they were kissing, she saw like the desert and the boy and the war. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot that that happened. She's like, I was inside him. When she mentioned that first, I'm like, whoa, girl, like, this took a turn. (laughs) 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 He was into that, you know, quite yet. Like, I didn't think we'd get there yet. But then I'm like, oh, she's actually, you know, like, they do that thing where they, like, you know, talk without words, like she says. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting to me. And uh, so I'm really excited to, to learn about that and how old he is or what he is and also, quick question: um, Can the Fae reproduce, like biologically? I suppose, kind of like uh, if Lane did, you know, have sex with Mac. Like, could they produce a baby? I can't tell you that. You do okay. find out the That's answer, a- but I can't tell you. Okay, okay, because I'm sitting here thinking like it would be crap if uh, if Lane turns out to be like her biological dad or something, and he's sitting here like, take off your clothes. <laughs> You know, oh, 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 not no. even a thing I thought about, but damn, girl. Okay, <laughs> I, I was thinking because he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I've not forced anyone to have sex with me, you know, in like eighty-two thousand years or eighty-four thousand years or something. Yeah, and she's really like, great to know, great to know, you know. And uh, the fact too that when he's oh, there shit. and she's like, oh, you can't do anything to me because this is like protected. He's like, yes, I can. <laughs> yes, yeah, I can. her. Her, I think it was her speech on her monologue on uh, on consent. It's on page one forty nine. Hold on, let me find it. Cause I was, I was, yes, I was like, it gave me life. Oh fuck, what did she say? Mm. Where she says, "What part of no don't you understand? The N or the or the O? No is not maybe. It is not. I like to play rough, and it is never, never, never yes." Anyway, I love that. Yeah, that was like that was a good thing. And he's like, some of the things he says is really funny too. He's like. I didn't know I was making you feel anyway. <laughs> She's like, Come. and he's like, what do you like to call Bullshit. it? Sex you up? <laughs> sex you up, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you will not sex me up. Or like, She's like, like I, I don't want to be friends with a, a psychopathic rapist. And he goes, well, if I had known you were one, I wouldn't have offered. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> she's like, I walked that right good. into that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Damn. I walked right into that. Love it. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I want to know. I'm, well, obviously, I want to know more about the queen, too. Mm-hmm. But um, clearly, everyone in this game of chess that we're witnessing here, like, kind of like the old lady says, she's like, it's not, you know, it's not black or white. Like, or there's no gray it's either black or white you can have some black you can have some gray but you can't just like you you can't just have white i guess you know like everybody has their own kind of agenda i thought she was saying that it's black or white there is no gray maybe that's what she was saying yes yes she's like it's either black or white you can't have white with any black because then it's not white yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then Michaela's like, "No, yeah, the gray. There's a lot of gray because Barons is like the epitome of gray right now. He's like whole gray ground." Um, but clearly, you know, I think they need to stick together. Like everyone keeps warning her, but this dude really is keeping her alive, even if it's for his own benefit. But um, when she was talking about erections, like hard ons, and he's like, "Yes," and I even get hard ons for stupid little girls sometimes. <laughs> he's like, "So." And it was really funny. I can't remember that part, but if anyone finds it, let me know. Um, oh. Because it's an audiobook. But that part was really funny. Yes. Yeah, where she's like, you know what? I have feelings and, 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 and things. This is after he's chewing her out for being uh, for staying on the beach with the Alina. Yeah. yeah she's. Yeah. And that's when he's like, and yeah, he's I like, care about people too. Yeah, he chains her to the thing, and she's like, the only things you feel are greed, mockery, and occasionally you probably get a heart on but I bet it's not over a woman. It's over money or an artifact or a book. You're no different than any other player in this game, and so on and so forth. She keeps running her mouth. And he goes, yes, I have loved Miss Lane, and although it's none of your business, I have lost many things. And no, I'm not like any other player in this game, and I will never be like Blaine, and I get a heart on a great deal more often than occasionally. <laughs> 
And then he goes, sometimes it's over a spoiled little girl, not a woman at all. And yes, I trashed the bookstore when I couldn't find you. You'll have to choose a new bedroom too. (laughs) He's just like, then at the end though, he calls her woman. Yes. yes. And she's like, oh, he must have grown up in his eyes. And I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, it's like the Britney Spears song was playing in my head. Like, not a girl, not yet a woman. That's her. I'm not a girl. <laughs> not yet a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Mac's uh, entire thing. Oh, and I love when he calls her Mac instead of Miss Lane. Yes. And she's like, whoa, Mac? <laughs> you know, or when she called him Jericho, and he's like, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? And she's like, you yeah, know, I'm at Barron's. And he's like, mm hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah and then when they sat on the couch and i guess they had that like sexual tension you know and she's like it's still even though there was distance between us it felt too short she's like i can feel that electricity and i'm like i can feel the electricity <laughs> yeah, yeah and i'm like pages away it. from you seriously yeah, lady it's crazy i do like their relationship the evolution that happens the things you learn from darren's is just like probably part of my favorite of, of this like we start out with this is like a, we're trying to figure out who the hell her killed her sister and you kind of mm-hmm. get wrapped up in this beautiful world that Mac has created well not created but fallen into mm-hmm. and the people that she meets like Rowena and Danny and and Vlaine and there's some other people like you just keep meeting people and they keep being interesting the more people you meet mm-hmm. and I keep forgetting how many people you guys don't know yet <laughs> Because she she gets better, like, the the books get longer, I think, because she makes, she introduces more characters into the mix Uh a lot. Because, like, like, these aren't even, like, some of these people aren't even, no. And they don't have similar names either. You know how sometimes you'll be reading a book series and you're all like, okay, like, okay. Not to shit on Lord of the Rings because I love it, but you have Arwen and Eowyn, and both of them uh-huh. are in love with Aragorn. And you're like, why the fuck would you do two names that are so fucking similar to each other and have them be connected to the same goddamn person? Why would you do that? Right. She doesn't right. do it. She doesn't do that. For the most part, everybody has like very interesting or, uh, they all have names that are different, you know? So. Okay, good. I'm excited to meet everyone. I think for um, the future, some things that I'm excited about to learn answers about or, or, well, everything. Um, but I'm excited to know, of course, about the reproduction. Um, I'm excited to learn more about this man at the museum who knew her sister. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, oh christian McKelter. yes like i want to know mm-hmm. more so is he is he like someone we should like or do we learn i feel like i can't trust anyone i, like, like, I don't even trust max sometimes i like christian yeah okay i okay. like him i think he's just hard not to like he's just so damn charming and scottish you know uh-huh. so i like him That's a lot what we like um and then, yeah, and I'm as glad, though, so one thing we can hate say. people. Right, right. We'll learn. Um, but uh, I was glad that there wasn't as much, like, with Vlaine, there, there was still the sexual tension, but it wasn't so much that it, like, developed, like, enveloped mm-hmm. everything. Sorry. Enveloped everything. Um, so, like, it was there, but he still had, like, an honest conversation with her, and he's like, Mm-hmm. Mm, this Lord Master, you say. Mm, human, you say. It's like, let me go check it out. <laughs> you know. Well, and then he goes uh, and destroys that, that the dolem or whatever they called it at 20, uh, 1247 LaRue. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. wish, my command. Isn't that what he kept saying? Yeah, pretty Something much. Like He's yeah. very Wesley-esque. As you wish. He, yes. I love it. I also have a question. Did you guys have an opinion? Whenever they were doing the auction, the like black market auction, there was was a famous person. It says there's a famous person who we would know who has bad hair, 
Did you guys have an interpretation of who that was? Uh, no, I wanted to, what do you guys think? Because I kept trying to think. Who, who, the only, who the only person I can think of that is like famous and, and that, that everybody would know that has bad hair is our former president, honestly. Exactly. Right. And so here's what's interesting and about that, would, that. This book is written way back in, in 2007. Way back. 2007. Yeah. I checked it because they said, hey, here's this amulet, looks at this unnamed celebrity and says, would you want to rule your nation someday? Oh, oh, oh like, my God. That's it, weird. It put chills on me because I was like, it could be someone else. It could be someone else. But how many millionaires that are super famous that have bad hair? That have bad have hair. Bad hair. That everybody that would know. Sketchy shit. That everybody would know. When was uh, that show that he was on the TV show? The Apprentice? Good question. Oh, gosh. It was back yes. in the day? Yeah, it was, it was back in the time. 2007? 2006? 2001? Let's take a look. Okay, here's what we do. was the first episode date. And there were and 192 were. episodes. Yeah. So let's see. So that makes sense. All right, we're going to email Karen Marie Monning, and we're going to find out. And we're like, hey, why did, like you, why did you know that Donald Trump was going to be our president? Okay, we're going to ask until him. 2017. Yeah, so plenty of time. Yeah, it would have been okay. long enough for it to get popular and for everybody to know. Yeah. That's so fucking oh. weird. Yeah, I was like, Jacqueline, 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 oh my God. I was like, when did this, when did this, when was this book written? This is an older book. I was like, when was this written? And uh, that's why. I, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't even that's, think about that. That was a good, that was a good catch. Good catch. I was yeah. not thinking about that in that time frame. Like I would just kind of went along with it and I'm like, oh, somebody who's famous who we would know. I'm like, okay. I just thought it was kind of just like a playoff. Like it could be almost anyone, but that's a really good. I like to mention this. the bad hair was kind of a big deal. And mm-hmm. then when they said, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to rule your nation? I was like, wait. Because at first I was like, oh, it's definitely Donald Trump. And I was like, hold up. Hold on now. <laughs> yeah. So oh, this right. she's psychic and uh, maybe all of this is true. This is <laughs> like a true a story. And she's psychic. Like, damn, Karen. And she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I don't know if I'm seeing pictures. I know what she looks like. Yeah, you should. She was like one of my first few pictures in my slideshow, guys. Mm, Yes. Oh my gosh, she She is. No wonder she Mac is blonde and likes pink and. I thought that was why Mac was blonde too, but that's not why Mac is blonde. Because Karen has strawberry blonde hair originally, I think. Mm. With yeah, her, looking at her, where it's more natural, it looks, yeah. Yeah, it's more strawberry blonde. I think she dyes it. But I could be wrong. I don't know her for sure. But um, she's blonde because she's based... Did I tell you guys a story? She's based off of... Um, uh, legally blonde? No, no, no. She's based <laughs> off of a... Uh, when, when Karen was working in, I think... When Karen was working uh, in a small town down south, there was this girl who would go to the gym who would, I don't, I don't remember the story off the top of my head. I have to go back and rewatch the recording of FeverCon if I still have it. God knows. Um, but basically, she was a girl whose dad basically made all the decisions for her because they were rich. And so she was trapped in this society. She was a society girl. And so she got whatever she wanted. At one point, she was asking this guy out, Karen noticed, and he said no. And it just, like, she had such anger. Like, she was mad because she couldn't, she didn't really have a choice in her life. It was just ruled by what her dad wanted. And so that, like, fluffy on the top, but, like, a a backbone of steel is what sort of created Mac. Yeah. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. that's cool to know. Like fire in the belly, which we get to see. We see more of that with Mac, especially this book. I and think. there's a lot of, um, I don't want to say misogyny, but you know, like she has to play into a lot of these, like uh, 
um, you know, these groups where, like, with the o- Obanians, wasn't it? They didn't like for women yep. to order their own food. They didn't want them, you mm-hmm. know, even when they went to the auction, um, he's like, don't say anything. Don't twitch. Don't, you know, touch your face. Don't play with your hair. Don't do anything. He's like, just. But you're my eyes you know. and ears. That's so funny, though. Yeah. He's like, don't twitch. Don't fidget. Don't look anxious. But I need you to be paying attention to everything around me because I can't. Because mm-hmm. it's a show of power if I'm not worried about the rest of these motherfuckers. So. Yeah. And when she, I like. I don't know how much money he has, too. Like, oh. A plethora. The man is, like, probably... It's a lot of money. Yeah. Enough for him to just ruin his own books and bobble store, and he's just like, whatever. Right? right. You have to else. have, like, like richest Croatia's kind of money. Always like, golden touch cars. kind of money. Oh, my God. And oh, uh, another thing totally didn't think about, um, what the F is in his garage? <laughs> like, what is down there? Uh, oh, it the makes me think thing. of the giant Sound. being that's in like the Lord of the Rings. What is it? The, is it the Basilisk? Ba- ba- the Bel- ba- the ba- ba- Balrog. Oh, oh Balrog! Yeah. Well, the I'm way it the sounds, no, no, no. you're talking about the one that's like the with the whip and the yeah, fire. Yeah, the Balrog, the one, and him, and it turned yeah. Gandalf the Grey into Gandalf the White. Yeah, he's a. It's a Balrog. Yes, so I'm He's thinking to myself, that's what's down there. the most monster in J.R.O. Tolkien's Middle Earth, in case you wanted to know. Thanks, Wikipedia. I so used there to you go. It, I used to think it was a about, because the way that Ian McKell, uh, it's McKell. Ooh. I, I quit. I'm done. I know Ian's name. I don't know why it's not coming to me. Though. Ian McKellen, you said it. That's McKellen? Okay, I was going to say McKelter, though, because yeah. of this book. No, but Ian McKellen. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, honey. So Ian McKellen, thank you, appreciate y'all. He, the way he says it in the movies though, makes it sound like a like a K sound at the end, like a Balrock. So for a long time, that's what I thought okay, it was. So that's probably why I'm sitting here thinking the, the there's British a K accent. in there. It's a Balrock, Balrock, Balrock. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. That makes sense. So instead of you know. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that does make so I'm thinking that's what's below there. I know Delia knows what it is. Heather, what's your thoughts? I think it's Barons himself. <gasps> oh god. He is some type of beast. Oh, and he goes god. down there and he's like and he's like <laughs> That's why oh, he's mad that god. she's in the garage. That's why he disappears all the time. Oh god. He's not like a werewolf situation. Delia. Yeah. He's is this like a confirmed werewolf. or he's denied? A bear bear. He's a warg. A worgen. You have to know. now. I don't have to know. Jesus Christ! I'm done. I'm done. I didn't even think about it being him. I'm like, where's my brain at, guys? Um, but I knew it was super funny when she's like, "Oh, I get a TV now," and she's like, "Look at this!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, "She puts the tape in." she said there was VHS. I said, "Oh, that's gonna be the tape." She has to be an idiot. She thinks that he does not have that place on lock security wise. You know he's got security cameras. She's oh my gosh, right. hmm, what happened to this window? And she's like, hmm, no idea. No. And she's like, oh, I get eighteen. Wasn't this me. Great. Well, she was totally, totally being shaggy there. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't so. me. <laughs> yeah. But he caught you on camera. Wasn't me. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Honestly, it was like, he ended up in the garage anyway. You didn't even have to break in. He just changed your ass to a pole in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting that she now has a way to get a hold of him. Yeah, she, she didn't have that before. Her phone. Which is really odd. Mm-hmm. And super interesting that he was yep, okay. her sister's tenant, even though, like, sh- he's like, I didn't know. You know, somebody else runs that for me. I swear I didn't know. I'm still not convinced that Barons mm-hmm. didn't know her sister. I know. Like, I have a, I don't know. It's just like, you it want to second guess that. Right. I want to second guess that. I want to say that he is, if not involved in her death, definitely involved in her time there. But they keep saying not, and they keep saying, 
Well, uh, it makes sense that I wouldn't know she was my tenant. You know, you know people that, well, she was like, I know people who have places that don't know their tenants. And then Vlaine mm-hmm. said, well, we didn't find your sister because she wasn't with Barron's and we were watching Barron's. So all that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But when you make a good twist, when you have some kind of show or story with a good twist, you typically show this uh, idea. And when they're like, oh, hey, this is an interesting idea. Someone else is like, oh, but there's a reason for that. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then it comes out in the end that there is some kind of twist. You know, that's like a right. classic way to throw people off the scent. Mm-hmm. The but it is, is a classic writer like that, though? That's the question. Mm-hmm. That's the question, homies. That's the question. We find out. We'll find out in the next nine books, ten books. Well, you'll yeah, you find out. Oh fuck! Um, dark fever, blood fever, faith fever, dream fever, shadow fever, iced burn. Fever Born, Fever Song, High Voltage, and Kingdom of Light and Shadow. So there's 11. So we'll never finish it. That's the... the No, you totally will. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll tell you, Faith Fever ends, and you better have Dream Fever up and ready. Because it's a cliffhanger. And if you thought the last two books were cliffhangers, you got another thing coming to you. For real. Every chapter is a a cliffhanger. She likes to write that Mm. way. I was the most mad about that, about the cliffhanger in, uh, actually, Faye Fever and Dream Fever, those two have pretty decent cliffhangers. And then uh, Fever Born's cliffhanger was like, what the fuck? So, anyway. Excellent. Yes. Mm, yeah, I just can't wait really for you guys to get that. there. I just can't wait. I think that for the I'm most like part, the first in. two books yeah. are a lot of setup, and then like we yeah, start getting right. into like the meat and gotta, potatoes of things. Yeah, yeah, like it's you're she's world building here with these two books, and we get more into it. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, you know, the further we go into it, honestly, obviously. So and I immediately. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm, as soon as I finished this one, because I read through the Libby app, and as soon as I finished it, mm-hmm. I went and grabbed Fay Fever. I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go ahead a, and get that inside of me. I was um, going to say, we should probably do a... <laughs> we should do a, a, a date for having Fay Fever ended, because my problem was last time I... Well, how I mean, we long do we wrap this up. About the size of Blood Fever. About the size of blood fever. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So with the, me, like living life, it took a couple days, but. Yeah. Living but, life, uh, man. I feel that. For this, the fourth book is the last of the smallest ones. Book five is, it's a chonker. It's a yeah, chonker. It's a unit. I can't deny that. <laughs> It is. It's huge. It's huge. I, I think I've shown. I'll, I think I've sent you guys pictures. Huge. <laughs> huge. Speaking of Donald Trump, okay. I think you did send us All a right. picture. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys knew like how to expect. I'm excited. I uh, need some more shirtless barons, some more jealous barons, and I know. Yeah, guys, we live in a very like forward thinking like society but there's a part of me that when I see a little jealous parents I'm like man I want someone to be that way with me I'm like I want him to be that way with me I want him to be jealous sex face coming for me I blame my internalized misogyny and enjoy it you know because at the end of the day Michaela's kicking ass and taking you know she is (laughs) growing she is her own person Mm -hmm. and she is that's She's right. pretty feminist in oh, her own right. God. She has a couple things that she does, uh, and you'll see them, and you're like, "Ah, yeah, there's my girl. There she is. Stand up, stand Can up for herself." Um, so, <laughs> one thing that uh, I thought was very Mac-like was the fact. You know, we're talking about her maturing, growing up, and then she goes to Danny, and she's like, "Yo, so you see him too, right?" And Danny's like, what the F? <laughs> You're going to get us all killed. You're trying to die. 
She's like, the sky? I look at the sky? She's like, hunters! Man, this dumb bitch is gonna die so soon. <laughs> she's like, ah. Uh. But that moment when, it's ha- when it happened and she like, you know, showed her the book and stuff, she's like, look! And then that girl's like, oh god. <laughs> oh, and she's writing stuff down about the she said, she said, she's like, mm-hmm. here, look at this. And then Danny's like, like, sketch this thing. Oh, she's like, don't even, she's like, no. Please oh, stop. Yeah. No, I'm tickled yeah. by that. But, yeah, 10 out of 10 would recommend good i'm glad what about you heather I mean, last oh yeah season- 10 out of 10 would recommend i love that there's so much more left in the story because i just have so many more questions i want them all mm-hmm. inside of me right now mm-hmm. all the answers uh but we'll just wait i guess and keep reading but yeah, yeah 10 out of 10 definitely recommend i like this one better just because we're getting a little more into it max yeah. growing up yeah. al- already she's growing up a little bit so yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's definitely significantly different as opposed to like Georgia Mac. She's, you know, Dublin Mac is very different. Even yeah. just the, the couple hundred pages between the last book and this book. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh, guys. One thing that I forgot about real quick, okay? Because I'm going to keep sure. this here for like 10 hours. Um, but when Mac talks to her dad and she's like, so I'm adopted, you know, clearly got that figured out. Right. Here's what I did to figure that out, you know. And then he's like, "Yeah." And in the adoption notes, and one of in you know one of the um, I guess rules was that we would not let either of you step foot in Ireland. And what's <laughs> yep. the one thing they do? They're like, "Oh, she was so excited to go. Let's let her go." Right. Like Jack and Rainy Lane, brilliant, brilliant parents. It seemed like they were super nice, but they they couldn't tell their daughters no. Yep, that's it. That was essentially it. And then they let the... <laughs> Ziggles me. Yeah, after uh, 20-something years, it would be hard to take those roles seriously. It would. I mean, truly. It would. It would, it, you, would, you would be like, oh, they're healthy, they're great. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why shouldn't we but let them also, go there? Because they didn't give them a why. I think if you're like, because I'm fleeing from the mafia, don't let them go back. They will be found out. Very different. I think that would be taken seriously as opposed to, well, you just can't let them go back. For cause why? Well, you just right. can't. For cause why? We must find out. Exactly. Exactly. For cause so, why? Any, exactly. Yeah. Uh, last last thoughts. You know, closing closing. Um, can't wait for the third book. I'm excited that there's more. Um, kind of like Heather said, you know, we get our questions answered, but then we come back for more. Like, there's more questions. Um, I do have a question for you, Delia, and I probably sure. asked it in the first one, too. But do we definitively find out, like, who actually is to cause for her sister's death? Yeah. Okay. Like, a definitive... I okay. Yeah. I figured we... Pro- because right now, you know, we're like, oh, okay, the Lord Master, but then with the way that everybody's like, eh, don't make assumptions. I'm like, oh, I have made assumptions. <laughs> the assumptions happen. were made. So, we must unmail. Now I have to know. Okay, I'm just cool. like, I just can't wait for you guys to get through. So first of all, book three is going to be very fucking interesting. Book four is going to be pretty good. I think you'll you'll get back to this state of like maybe not liking Mac as much because she makes dumb decisions sometimes. But that happens. That continues to happen. Sometimes you're like, Mac, what are you doing? <laughs> but Book five is the one I'm super excited to talk to you guys about because it's, oh, it's just so good. I just can't. So we need to get there because okay, I have a lot to, to say. That one's going to be a long, long, long conversation. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to have to read that one before we, like, the day before we record, like, two days before we record. I'm going to have to, like, read it then because I will forget all the shit I want to talk to you guys about. There you so. go. Just read that. Right. Really excited. Hope the readers want to um, follow along because I think it's a really neat series. And like I said in the last one, I don't normally like get into a lot of series anymore. Um, you know, very rarely. Uh, it seems like these days I just kind of read a lot of like true crime or like really cozy murder mystery type books that you can get done in like a day mm-hmm. versus like a lot of this, um, you know, more fantastical books like this where you get into mm-hmm. like the fae and such and i've never had that so it's, it's really interesting to me it's definitely new territory but i like it i like it yeah okay uh we didn't cast because this is a bonus episode and honestly uh 
What, what? Yes, Heather. Yes, Heather. Oh, thank you. Um, I would <laughs> say if I was going to cast Danny, it would be the uh, female from It Chapter 1. The Bev, the girl that plays Bev. Redheaded, curly, super cute, sweet little nose. Oh my gosh, yes. I like her. If I did it, it would be um, Sadie Sink, who was in Stranger Things, and she played Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, also good. Okay, yeah. Yes, I thought about that, because, um, you know, we didn't do it last time. I think Delia had Danny last time, didn't you, Delia? Or you were going to have Danny, or and I, we were like, <laughs> Well, I might have wanted to, and then realized that, unfortunately, she wasn't uh, present. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. I might have in my handy dandy notebook. My podcasting notebook. That's the Suicide Convention Hotline from the last book a while ago. Oh. Mm, no, I just talked about, well, I guess some stuff didn't happen in this book that I thought was going to happen. I don't know. I think I asked if we were going to cast in this one, cast this book, because we keep get meeting characters that we haven't met before. But yeah, that's just going to continue to happen for the most part. Yes. I just had a very specific person in mind for Danny, so I wanted to share that. Fair enough. I agree. When I, you know, so that's really, I'm glad you mentioned that. So other than Danny, I don't know if there really was. I mean, there's Derek O'Banion, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, Danny's the biggest one. That uh, Danny and Christian McKelter. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about him. We'll just, I don't know, pretend he's someone. Pretend he's someone. James McAvoy. There you go. Yeah, sure. I like it. We'll just put him in there. Not a big deal. But so uh, but we're just going to continue to meet people, though, at some point. Like I said, we can't cast literally everybody in this. I think that if they were going to ever do movies, I don't know if I'd ever watch them. If they were going to do a TV show, I'd watch the hell out of that shit because there's just too much. I think you can't if you were going to try and compass, compact it into a, a TV series, you would lose a lot. A, a, no, a movie, you would lose a lot of stuff. Yeah, and a lot of right. stuff is important. I think you'd end up ultimately end up having to change the story completely, which would be dumb because this, this story is so fantastically done. But anyway, okay. So last thoughts before Sarah, second, second last thoughts before Sarah wraps us up, closes us out. Um, Everything was great. Can't wait to read the third one. Uh, yeah. Have okay, fun. cool. Excited for more. That's me. Let's do it. All right, fellow readers, it's time to say goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list. A big thanks to our co-host Heather for writing our theme song, Dylan, who created our logo, Cynthia, who creates our episode art, and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed the, uh, this episode and that you'll join us next time when we turn the page. <laughs> <laughs>